Hello and welcome to the Bucket Lister podcast. Join your host, Keith Crockford, along with special guests who have traveled the world, here to share stories of their adventures and plenty of inspo to add to your bucket list. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Bucket Lister podcast. I am your host, Keith Crockford, and today I am back chatting. We haven't had him on for a while, but I'm back chatting with Dave. Hello, Dave. Hi, Keith. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And you? Feeling better now? Yeah, I'm absolutely fine, thank you. Perfect. What we thought we were going to discuss today is we're going to... We thought we'd talk about Jordan and is Jordan safe? And Dave's just come back from a trip to Jordan and obviously, with everything that's happening um, with Israel at the minute and Jordan um, bordering Israel, we've had quite a lot of questions come into the office about, is it safe to travel to Jordan? Now, as a company, obviously, what we have to do is follow the foreign office guidelines. And you know, we are constantly checking um, the FCO for updates on all of the de- destinations that we visit. Um, and to be honest, like you know, when it all when it all first started um, kicking off with Israel and Palestine, etc., I was surprised in the first instance that Jordan wasn't affected with how close it actually is. I mean, I was in Israel at the start of this year in February time, um, and you know, as you're driving down through Israel, you literally look across and you see Jordan pretty much the whole time you're on your way down. So I was quite surprised. But, you know, the Foreign Office had said that Jordan was safe to go. Um, Jordan Tourist Office, obviously, as they would do, was saying we are open. It's still a safe destination to go to. And, you know, as a company, we follow what the Foreign Office advise us to do. Um, and this also causes us complications as well with flights, etc., because, you know, uh, airlines will say, well, if it's safe to go and, the, you know, the foreign office is saying it's safe to go, then we will still be flying. So we took the decision um, last month to continue with our trip to Jordan based on what we were being told was happening in Jordan by our, by our guys on the ground there and also by what the Jordanian tourism office were telling us, and then more importantly, what the foreign office were telling us. So we decided to go ahead with it. And Dave, we thought we'd send you anyway, um, check it out for us. But was Jordan safe? Was it any different to any of the other times you've been there? Keith, I can assure you and the listeners, it was exactly like it was the... Um, the year before when we went, uh, at, uh, we have done a podcast on this and uh, about Jordan generally. So I don't want to go over all the detail, but I'm going I'm to say a couple of things from my own. In, I'm an old boy now. I've done a lot of traveling. Jordan is one of the friendliest Arabic countries I have ever been to. It was last year and it continues to be so. So that's that's the first thing I want to say from my own personal perspective. The main city, Amman, we, we stay in a hotel in downtown Amman. As a group and individually, we, we walked the streets buying things, obviously, and, and looking around. And a couple went off, uh, looked, they wanted to go to Rainbow Street. 
And all you ever meet is people either going about their business or if you want to ask a question, they understand English, they just want to help. So an Amman, just apart from the traffic, it feels absolutely safe. You know, a safe, safer than London, I would say, even at its busiest, um, because people people are they're not just there wandering about. They're work, they're working, or they've got a shop. Uh, they're glad to see you. They they, they like they like tourists. Um, we, we went to the all the um, tourist attractions there, the Citadel, the, the, the beautiful um, amphitheater and so forth and it was it was just the same there are a million tourists there definitely not uh you can wander around you, you we none of us were ever accosted not males not females at all um so that you know it, it's felt as safe as anything now what we've got to bear in mind is we traveled from the north from amman uh right down right down to the south uh and you're right in the west, you can see Israel because you're looking over the River Jordan. You look over the Dead Sea at times, uh, and you can see Jericho. You can see, you can see Jerusalem, but but of course, we're, that's the eastern side of Israel. The problems that are going on are to, completely on the western side of Israel, and obviously the, the narrow Gaza Strip. Uh, we didn't we didn't see. Any uh, military presence anywhere at all. Uh, the police presence was as before, just at major junctions where they check traffic, just like they do in Morocco and other countries. Uh, it, it was absolutely lovely, actually. It, again, it was lovely. And, of course, part of the of this is that we are either checking through remote areas where you know, there isn't much if you like civilization, down to the Dana Biosphere Reserve, down the Wadi, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, staying at an eco hotel in the middle of the desert. Again, it's, it's remote. and It's only you there, really, and the staff who look after you and, and, and your guide. Um, we carry on right down. And the nearest we actually we get to Israel is Aquaba, uh, where we where we take people snorkeling in, in the Red Sea. And again, as it happens this time, the sea was too rough, so we went to a private beach and people swam in the Red Sea with the fish instead. Um, but but again, absolutely calm. I'm not, I'm not trying to sell it. Peaceful, uh, most, rela most relaxing trip. It's the most relaxing trip. I won't call it a trek. I do. I do. It's so varied and just so calm and so friendly. I don't know if I'm saying any more, really. Uh, and I suppose, like like you say, you know, down there, literally, you can, you know, when you're down on the coast, the Israeli border is is right there. You can literally, yeah, yeah, Eilat is right. If you drive right right past it, but again, um, there are, as there were last year, there are um, security points, if you like, but that's to do with the border. It's not to do with the heightened terrorist issues or fighting or, or whatever. It's it's just the same. Uh, as, as the previous year and i also want if you come back to the foreign office advice that you meant you mentioned uh what's the same on the foreign office advice as it was last year and when i looked at the year before when we were planning to do this is on a thursday or friday after prayers sometimes groups of people want to demonstrate but it's not about 
Palestine necessarily. It's about all sorts of issues within the country. And they do that and it passes off. Um, the other thing is, I'm not a big monarchist, but, but that country, the, the king and queen there, they, they appear to be very, very well respected. There's no people aren't persecuted they just say what they feel about about them uh the, the queen herself does lots and lots of work to enable women to have uh professions or to have uh crafts or jobs so they can actually earn and, and i think that's actually tempered the whole climate in the country because it's not it isn't as i felt in some other arabic countries it isn't male dominated it's just a very calm place generally and going back to the FCO advice as well, in, in in terms of, you know, if you go on to, you go and read any country's advice from the FCO, um, there's always something on there. Like if you read L- London's advice and yes. the UK's advice, you know, it will say, you know, there are often terrorist attacks. There are often things like this. Yeah. Um, or beware pickpockets or something. Yeah. And... I suppose, you know, um, obviously Jordan is current. You know, there's obviously the is uh, the the issues in Israel at the minute, but also Jordan borders Iran, it borders Syria, and you know, there's been a warning on the FCO about not going within three kilometers of the Syrian border. That's been on the page for years Never. and years and years. And obviously, we go nowhere within three kilometers of the Syrian no. border anyway when we plan our trip. But I think. You know, there's not that the the advice is there to scare people, but it's there to give you a true picture of 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 what the current situation is. Um, and I think if there was any issues that they felt was going to be a problem with Israel, they would close that down. They would, and you, you know, you make the point uh, again at the beginning of of, uh, of this podcast is you make the point that we always, you know, as a company, we check. But also, while we are there, I know you are checking, and I check every day at a place that is, you know that there might be a worry about. We check every day, and and the advice just didn't change. And if it were, and it, let's say it were to change, you know, we're in a NA country, not so Jordan, and it were to change, given we've got the alerts set up on our phone, we'd know straight away, and then we'd be saying, right, what do we, what do we need to do about it? And planning, you'd be planning, I'd be planning, and between us, things would move, you know. So yeah, and I mean, honestly, I think the safety net is there around it anyway. But but also the on the ground experience is there is no problem. I want to say one more thing too. Uh, the the uh, the king just before we got there actually hosted uh, trying to get peace conference with the Israelis and and the Palestinians uh, and called the conference. So. You know, Jordan itself is, is trying to be a peacemaker, not someone part of the of the conflict, trying to see it sort of equally as possible. And I'm going to say one last thing too. Uh, often, because you know, we because we travel a lot, the local guide will give you the temperature of a country, won't they? Always, you know, they'll tell you what's going on and whatever, whatever. Well, I I can say we had absolutely no outpouring of anger or or uh, aggression from the guide about the situation that's going on in the far west, Israel, Palestine. Uh, absolutely, very professional about it and, and basically saying it's a terrible thing. 
it's a very terrible thing, but what can we do about it as a, as a nation? What can we do? You know, our king is doing what he can do. Uh, and that's as far as it went. So it's not even feeling itself uh, inflamed by the situation. It's, it's like all the rest of us. Uh, the people are thinking it's a dreadful thing. What can we do to stop it? You know? Yeah. And I think it's like with anything, isn't it? I mean, obviously we had the earthquake in Morocco um, a few months yeah. ago. Um, Morocco, I think is quite a rich country in terms of they sorted things out very, very quickly. Um, yes, they needed some support very quickly for, you know, temporary accommodation and things like that. But ultimately, you know, we did a podcast on it the other day with Jake, or was it, was it a podcast or was it, it might've been a Facebook live I did with Jake where he was saying, you know, it's, it's back to normal in Morocco now. Mm. Um, and I suppose Jordan's pretty much the same as that in terms of it is quite a wealthy nation. Um, it is locked amongst many countries. And I think you're right. I think Jordan is a peacemaking country in terms of like it's not out there to fight with anyone. It's not going to get involved. It's a very small territory in terms of you know then yeah they're, they're, they're going to keep their they're going to keep their noses out of most stuff aren't they they're, they're not going to want to get themselves involved yeah I agree I agree with you I agree with you totally and again you know you're walking you're walking around I'm I, I'm just thinking about the Iman bit which is only a couple of days actually but the the Iman experience you, you see. They're not many tourists ever, but you see all tourists, and some of them you might think, oh, that person looked like they might be Israeli, but then nobody's persecuting them or say or, or, or jumping on the bandwagon and saying, who are you, where you're from, or what are you doing? It, it's just not that kind of kind of country at all. Uh, like I say, it's one, of the, it's one of the friendliest Arabic countries I've ever been to. But that's why I was so pleased to go back this year, to be honest. And Apart even fact, I need to see Petra again. <laughs> And even after, you know, like the Morocco earthquake, you know, the FCO was still saying it is safe to go yeah. to Morocco. Um, yeah. And we kind of got stung a little bit on that because um, the FCO was saying it's safe to go. We had a Tupcal trip planned about 10 days after the earthquake, but they hadn't opened the Tupcal National Park. So obviously... We couldn't go and run the trip we had planned, but because the FCO was saying it is safe to go, the airline were going, well, our flights are still operating. It's up to you whether you decide to get on them or not. You know, you're not having a refund. You're not doing any. So it no. really was, you know, for a couple of weeks, quite tense because we had two cow trips going out, which we couldn't operate, but the airlines weren't prepared to move our flights because we couldn't run the trip that we wanted. So... <laughs> Obviously, we will fo follow F uh, you know, FCO advice, but sometimes the FCO advice also causes us problems as well in terms right. of the airlines. But that's just part and parcel of the travel, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. So, so and I, I think as well, like Morocco wanted people to go back. You know, they needed the tourism. And I think what I want to highlight on this, you know, very short podcast today um, is that actually. Jordan needs tourism as well, doesn't it? It 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 does, uh, it, it does. And I'm, you know, there were there were fewer 
definitely fewer tourists than this time last year because people have had anxieties, <clears throat> obviously, and that's up to them, <clears throat> excuse me, what they do about that. Um, but but the sort of standard greeting you get is welcome to Jordan. And I'll tell you one more thing. You know I'm a great lover of coffee yeah. and Turkish coffee in particular with the cardamom. And it's lovely. And they make it they, they make it in Jordan. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, anyway, asking for Turkish coffee and one of the guys I asked for it and he said, no, we don't have Turkish coffee. We have Jordanian coffee and you are welcome to try it. So, you know, it's that's kind of extra you know that's just some guy in a cafe it's not it's not a paid tourist representative it's just some guy in a cafe kind of making you know pulling you into it all and it's i think it's great and and uh, you know and what in your professional um opinion as a great coffee drinker how was the jordanian coffee compared to the turkish coffee well, Keith, oh, it's hard. It's hard. It's made in exactly the same way, very finely ground, and it's boiled in that little brass pot. And uh, they 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 put cardamom in it. And I bought some cardamom back to go in the Turkish coffee you got for me. Uh, I, just, oh, it's just nobody else I know likes it. But if you really like coffee, you can't help but love Jordanian stroke Turkish coffee. Just fabulous. I think. And how's your supply of Turkish coffee going? Do I need to go oh, back to yeah, oh, yeah. soon or because oh, I've been away? It's, it's in a I vacuum sealed it, so ah. because I because I've been away, it's uh, not going very quickly. But now I'm now I'm back. I it won't last till Christmas. I can tell you that. <laughs> so, oh, very good. Um, I think from the sound of it, Dave, you're saying if you are planning to go to Jordan, then still keep planning to go to oh, Jordan. Yeah. Definitely, and and. and Safety apart, the things that you will see, learn about, and experience. It's a great trip. It's a great trip. And I'm not even on commission. It's a great trip. Well, thank you ever so much. I think we yeah, we do we do pack a lot into that trip, I think. And yeah. obviously we we've not gone into too much information today about the, the Jordan trip. I'll put a link into the show notes um with the the previous podcast i did with dave where we went into a lot more detail on the trip and you can have a listen to that one as well if jordan is of interest but i think um it's such an amazing country and and interestingly and obviously like i said uh, at the start of this podcast i went to israel in um in february this year I got invited by the Israeli Tourist Board um, to go and have a tour of Israel to look at putting a trip on there. Um, and I did, and I found myself, obviously this was well before any of this happened in whatever, um, you know, Israel was a very nice country. Um, but I just kept, I, I kept finding myself as I was going through Israel saying, it's nice, but, just over there in Jordan, it's better. Um, and I kind of came to the conclusion that we would be adding nothing to our portfolio of trips by adding an Israel trip compared to what we've already got in Jordan. Um, and the only thing that I came up with was the not the only point to go to Israel, but if you are a you know, if you are a religious, a religious person 
and you're interested in the Jerusalem, the Bethlehem, the story, all of that, then of course, yes, you know, you are going to want to go and see that in Israel. Um, obviously, that doesn't really tick the box for us as adventure travel. And there are there are plenty of travel companies out there that do those sorts of tours. Um, so I made the decision that we wouldn't be offering an Israel trip because for me, I felt what we had in Jordan was better, a better product that was just amazing and we couldn't beat that so we would just stick with with jordan so um obviously that was obviously you can't go to israel at the minute anyway but if you do want to go for the religious reasons then do go and see it it is amazing if you are going to want to go from an adventure travel perspective then i would say go to jordan and and do a a tour around jordan and i suppose you know it comes back to the other thing dave of you know, when booking with a company, um, you know, if something was to happen or something did need to change, it could be changed very quickly and you would know about it very quickly as well, I yes. suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're on it. We're, we're, we're on it, you know, wherever we go, particularly if a place, you know, feels a bit, like you're saying, people are worried about it. We, we just have alerts coming through all the time. And, you know, you and I, you know, I've phoned you at two in the morning because I've been in a different time zone completely just to check out something. So we're absolutely clear what we're going to be doing. Uh, and that's how we operate, of course. Well, Dave, thanks for coming on today and giving us um, that brief outlook on Jordan and is it safe? And obviously the conclusion from this last 20 minutes is please do keep going to Jordan um it is safe there is no difference to what it was last year or the year before so um don't you know don't use that as an excuse um not to go in and do your trip to this amazing country dave um thanks again we'll have you back on in a in a few weeks time um we're getting okay. quite close to our to our 2023 wrap up of, of our right. bucket list year um and hopefully we'll we'll find out what your favorite trips were from this year and any funny stories you've got so as soon as jake gets back from thailand we'll get us together and um we will get a podcast done um with our 2023 review of the year so we'll look forward to hearing from you then again thank you very much well everyone thanks ever so much for listening today um hope you enjoyed this episode and it gave you some information um well i'll be back again for another episode next week um but if you have got two seconds if you could just go and give this uh podcast a review it really does help us just click the five star button tell how great it is um and then that does help us move up the ranking so if you could quickly do that for me that would be amazing obviously um I haven't done a podcast since last week when we again won the um, the British Travel Award for the best adventure travel company, which is the second year we've won it on the trot. So that's amazing news. I'd like my podcast to be just as good as well. So if you could go and give it that five-star review, that would be amazing. But until next week, I'll speak to you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bucket Lister Podcast. Be sure to click follow to be alerted for next week's episode. For more travel inspiration, check us out at www.thebucketlistcompany.co.uk or follow us on socials. See you next time.